recording going on right now. Um, all right, gang, PR star gang, not for time gang. Um, it, we're back. You know, you we can't took say a little. Gang on the radio. We can. This is not the radio. This is a podcast. We can say whatever that. If we want. If we want. <laughs> Was that uh, the F word or if? It was a beep uh, supposed to cover the F right, word. Ready, do it again. Ready? We, uh, we can do whatever. <laughs> we messed that up. All right, so we're back. Episode 55. You know, we took a little bit of a hiatus because Ryan and I, um, we were. it was a tough struggle to kind of figure out the direction of the podcast. And, you know, we sat down, we talked, and you know what? At the end of the day, we're, we're good. At we're, the what? At the end of the day. Yes. We are good at crossfit and talking crossfit and breaking down the components of crossfit so we're going to go back into that world for a little while and uh how do you feel about that ryan i think it's a good thing i love it you made me go all like huggy feely well it worked for a long time and then we eventually realized that you know what a lot of this stuff is the same like hey manage your time better hey be more positive hey do this um hey do that hey do that you know now it's back to basics so we have in order to go back to basics especially after the open it's always nice to go back in time a little bit, and we dug up an article from the archives. This goes back to October of 2002, so 17 years ago, this article came out. Is that right? That's that's insane. Yeah, 2002. CrossFit came out in 2002. Yeah. Um, no one knew what it was, and all of a sudden, it was like the big boom of 2006. Six and seven, yep. And so then really blew up. when I got into it at 2010... Um, it was still the booming of the 2006 gyms. Right. And then around 2012 was another boom. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when we opened PR Star. And then, yeah, I mean, CrossFit has evolved all the way here. So. And it really has. And in one of these, this thing has remained constant the whole time. That's this um, CrossFit definition of fitness. There's a whole article in the CrossFit Journal. It's still out there for free if you want to take a look at it. But one of the segments in that article was world-class fitness in 100 words. And it is surprising, it's amazing actually how well this has stood the test of time. You know, we, we kind of look at things in CrossFit and it's a fast evolving sport and, and it's a fast evolving fitness market segment, but this has remained constant. So world-class fitness in a hundred words. Ryan, first, before we dive into the nuts and bolts of this thing, what in your mind is world-class fitness? Because I got some opinions on it. I kind of like to, I would like to hear yours. Um, you know, it's funny. We I just finished a workout downstairs with the 930 class and uh, I said it to somebody and we were talking about um, like a global gym. Yeah. And, um, you know, global gyms make their money by selling a bunch of packages and the whole nine yards. And he asked me how I felt about that. And I said, I don't care. I don't care if you do CrossFit. I don't care if you do global gym. So for me, fitness or world-class fitness is doing something active to make yourself healthy and better. And you said it right there, yourself, right? This Period. is a very, very relative and individualized thing. Um, and I can tell you, it's it's definitely predetermined by genetics, right? Like a lot of this stuff is predetermined. There's a, there's, a, there's a ceiling, so to speak, that you hit. But if you're up there, you're doing better than 99% of the population already, I'd argue. Yeah, no, I would agree. And I think that one of the cool things about doing this podcast today about our, our 100 words um, is CrossFit has now taken another culture shift or mm-hmm. evolution. You know, it's, it's kind of reverted back to these 100 words and understanding like, hey, you know, we want you to eat healthy. We want you to, um, you know, practice major lifts, stuff like that. Yeah. We want you to just know the basics and, and be good at everything. I don't want you to be great at just lifting heavy or great at gymnastics. I want you to be a, a well-rounded, quote-unquote, athlete. Yeah. Um, because CrossFit has now done the uh, – 
the uh, they've taken away regionals. They they yep. they're trying to make it not a competitive sport as much, right? So and, and um, I, I think that's what makes this podcast so timely is the fact that it's gone full circle now again, and it's always nice to revisit. Um, I'll tell you what, world class fitness is not. It is not a CrossFit Games athlete or Olympians. Those are like, you know, whether we want to hear this truth or not, here's the hard truth for you. 99.9999% of you will never achieve the status of Games level athlete or Olympian. I'm sorry. We'll put it this way. So you and I, Tony, um, some other people at the gym are considered 99% athletes in CrossFit. Mm -hmm. We're 99%. We're in that 99 percentile. Yep. Yep. We're not good enough to go to the CrossFit no, Games. No, we are so far away from the CrossFit Games. Um, and you know what? This world-class fitness, even on an individual and personalized level, it's getting harder and harder to achieve, sadly, because as we grow more sedentary in life, the demand, you know, this demand of you to be healthy, it's starting to become the exception rather than the rule. Right. And that's a scary thing. So just by getting in the gym, getting into CrossFit, you're already doing better. So let's dive into the first sentence of this. Um, Eat meat and veggies, nuts, nuts and seeds, seeds, some fruit, little starch, and no sugar. Boom. I like it. Boom. Basic. Boom. Basic AF. It's so kiss. easy. This you don't kiss me. Kiss. <laughs> Keep it simple, stupid. I love it. Right. Um, if you ever want to make me a shirt, you could definitely write kiss on it with a PR star. Logo. I was going to put basic AF. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I like that one too. Towerball. Towerball. Um, no, I, it's, it's funny because I know when I first started CrossFit, um, I don't know if I told this story or not, you know, I would go and work out and then I would go and grab Chick-fil-A or something. And, yeah. and I was basically taking my workout and throwing, Justifying. Yeah, throwing yep. it to shit to, to eat that. So then... As I started understanding more and more, there was a deli across the, the office I worked at, and I would go get a sandwich, mm -hmm. no mayo, none of that, um, you know, turkey, lettuce, tomato, and there was always bags of chips. Mm -hmm. I never got the chips. So, like, I started weaning myself off of things. Rather than going cold turkey. Right. Smart. So, yeah. and um, that was a good way for me. And then now, you know, as as you progressively understand more and evolve more, you know, I didn't have anybody explaining to me macros. I didn't have nutrition people right. around me. Um, that was very different. And uh, so now, you know, I I do my veggies. I, I don't eat as much nuts and seeds as probably you do. I, I do throw my fruit in once a day. Um, Some starches maybe. Yeah. I'll do a baked potato or a sweet potato. Um, I mean, that tells you what to eat, and it's also important to remember with that goes quality. You can't really reach your maximum world-class fitness um, if you're eating deli meat and, like, frozen veggies and, like, you know, um, handfuls and handfuls of nuts um, and, and lots of sweet potatoes and stuff. So you really have to focus on quality ingredients. So if that tells you what to eat, how much, Ryan, why don't you read that next line there? Keep intake, level, uh, intake to levels that will support exercise but not body fat. I mean – Yeah. <laughs> So that tells you how much to eat. I know it's vague, um, and I put up there a little breakdown for us too. Um, you know, without diving too much into this rabbit hole of nutrition and everything like that, um, let's just take a 200-pound guy, for example. I would recommend about 0.75 to 1 gram of protein per pound of body weight. So that's 150 to 200 grams of protein per day. For carbs, I'm looking at 1 gram to 1.5 grams per pound. That's 200 to 300 grams of carbs for a day and 0.3 to 0.5 grams of uh, fat per pound of body weight. So that's 60 to 100 grams of fat. Now that's if you're working out, right? And from there, you can really start to, once you dial that part in, then you can start playing with shifting the numbers around or 
uh, talking to somebody who's a nutrition expert because you you need to establish that healthy baseline. If your diet's totally effed, and then you try to go to a nutrition expert, they're gonna you're gonna have a really hard time, and you're gonna have a really hard time making those dramatic life shifts that you need to. Well, and then it kind of goes back to like eating real foods, right? Yes. So, so you just gave that breakdown. Uh, for me, I eat 219 grams of protein. Mm-hmm. I weigh in about. 206 to 209 depending on the day uh 244 carbs right wow so that's, that's it yeah it's a little okay. low for me uh right now i mean i was kind of trying you to shed up, a little bit yeah. and then 72 fat 72 fat okay. when i was working out a lot more and, and and doing that i was probably at uh about 280 yeah um uh not 280 protein i'm sorry 280 carbs maybe close to that 300 range yeah uh, but my fat was like 103. That's a lot of fat. I couldn't That's hit. A lot of fat. I, I could never hit. Um, I mean, I'll tell you mine too. And I think a lot of people, they, the people who hear these numbers, they're like, "Oh my God, that's ridiculous!" Like, what are you doing? Why can't I eat that much food? It, don't you know? Comparison is the thief of joy. Don't compare oh your God. macros to my macros. It, it's, it's so individualized. It's, like we're talking it's the about. old steak dinner, right? I oh, yeah. a nice steak. I look over at Cameron's, I see his steak. Ooh, I want his steak. I want that so steak. Good. Give me that steak. Give me that steak. I'm at like, I think, 350 grams of carbs. Oh, man. 200 grams of protein and like 89 grams of fat. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. I get to eat a lot, but it's, it's, a lot. it's, a, it's expensive as hell. It's a lot of money to eat. Um, all right, so then we talked about the, you know, the nutrition. We talked about what to eat, how much to eat. Now, how about some movement? What do you got, right? Well, before we jump, yeah, yeah. right? So we're talking about all our stuff, and I'll use an example of my dad. We were sitting, yeah. we were standing downstairs, and he's like, "Dude, I eat healthy." I was like, "Tell me what you ate yesterday." Mm, yeah, because I ate four protein bars. I had some sushi. And I was like, "Stop! You don't even eat real fucking food, yeah, stop man." Stop it! Stop it! Four protein bars. Back this shit up, like. That's wild. Eat whole foods. And I, I get it. And I could probably hit my protein every day if yep. I really wanted to. But I try to do it by eating and not drinking a protein shake anymore. And that's really tough to do when you're at that 219. And it goes back to that eat meats and veggies, you know. Yeah, right. That so, real sustenance, that real food. So, um, you know, and we, and we talked about the Olympians and the CrossFit Games athlete. That's that .001%. They need sub, uh, substitutes, supplements, supplementing their addition or their regular meals. Um, now moving on to the movements, right? Ryan, read that next one here. This is a pretty good one. I like this one. Practice and train major lifts. Deadlift, clean, squat, press, clean and jerk, snatch. And the only thing I would probably add on that, those are, when we're, I'm looking at them, those are all bilateral movements. Yeah. I would say all of those movements, unilateral as well. You like a little bit of that side to side. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Just and, a little bit. Yeah. And I, and I think that's, that's great. You know, there's muscular imbalances. We just all did that. Uh, our coaching staff did the Active Life uh, Seminar. And coaches immersion, and it, and it is a unilateral or an individual like right over left. There's imbalances there, um, and this stuff honestly, it's so easy. A caveman could do it, and a caveman probably did do it. They pick stuff up, they put stuff overhead. Um, you know, it's 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 basic bodybuilding movements, and those have been shown time and time again to increase testosterone, to increase strength. I think the deadlift still is the hands down king of all the lifts because it burns the most calories per time doing the repetition or something, some statistic like that. I'll have to dig that up for the show notes. Yeah. And I, and I think when we talk and, you know, we're talking about evolution of CrossFit from 2002 to all the way to 2019. I think when you hear about these lifts, the one thing you need to make sure that you're understanding is that you're doing the lift correctly. All right. And I, I'm a, I'm a walking example of 
not doing the lifts correctly and, and having an imbalance on my right side. So now it's trying to retrain the body to, to lift correctly. Mm -hmm. um, not saying I can't teach the lift. I just apparently can't fucking do the lift. <laughs> um, but doing the lift correctly, and, and in all honesty, though, that's what I mean by baby steps, right? right. Um, I think we had a member, she didn't do any pull-ups or any... Uh, certain movements for about six months and she was hitting bar muscle ups in the open one, yeah. right? So, um, because she was retraining her body to do certain movements correctly without ever doing the movement, right? So, um, I think that goes a long, long way of understanding doing the movements correctly without just adding weight over and over and over and not understanding what you actually should feel, right? Right. And I think that's our job here to make sure that you're feeling it correctly. Yeah, and I think it, you know, once we finish these next two lines, we'll have an overarching theme or a theme for all three of those. Um, what do you got for the next one? The next one, similarly, master the basics of gymnastics, pull-ups, dips, rope climbs, push-ups, sit-ups, presses to handstands, pirouettes, flips, splits, and holds. I love it. Body awareness, right? Yeah, it's huge. I mean, it's, it's amazing. The, the people who have the most body awareness are often the ones who do the best in CrossFit. It's, it's a correlative that kind of just really shows what they, they know what their body's doing in space and time and I think that's huge yeah and I think when it comes to to that it's also understanding that when I learned way back in 2010 ish um, I was told by by the coach at that time I don't want you to be just strong I want you to be well-rounded across mm -hmm. the board right so I want you to be good at everything not great at one thing you're, you're going to be great at one thing because you're, you're naturally driven to that. Yeah. But then that kind of sparked me in a sense of like, all right, I'm going to pick two movements and I'm going to focus on those two movements. And drill them. And I'm going to get good at those. All right, once those are done, I can move on to the next two. Okay, once those are done, I can move on to the next two. And you're still trickling in the ones that you become good at. Yeah. But I, I think people also miss that too. Like they pick 20 different things. It's like, I'm going to do them all. Yeah. Ooh. Hence the word baby steps again, right? Exactly. And I, there's one quote that sticks out in my mind for that kind of um, basic gymnastic stuff. I forget. I think it might have been Mark Ripito who said it, an old school bodybuilding guy. He said, nice muscles, what can you do with them? You know? <laughs> I, like, I like that. And that's kind of the mindset you have to have. You can be as big as you want, as strong as you want, but if you can't control your body through space on a pull-up bar, on a dip bar, kicking up to a handstand on the wall, it's all show and no go, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta be Mark Ripito. He's a beast, man. He's the best. The Ripito room. I'll tell you a story about that one day. All right, we'll have to do that for sure. Um, now the next one too. We we've got strength. We've got gymnastics, and then the final one, what we call metabolic conditioning. Ryan, why don't you go ahead and read that one? Bike, run, swim, row. Um, I, I would throw jump rope in there too. Yeah, kind I, of. That's definitely uh, uh, that's definitely in there. That cardio stuff. Yeah. Right. Um, Peloton bike, right? There you go, Jared. <laughs> there you go, Jared. Uh, but you want to do that hard and fast, about five to six days a week. You know, the old added CrossFit methodology is three days on, one day off. You kind of have to figure out what works for yep. you. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's our cardio. That's our metabolic conditioning. That's that, oh my gosh, I'm going to flare on the floor for yeah. 25 seconds. <laughs> and just lay there. Uh, and, and it should be fast. It should be intense. It should be hard, difficult. Um, and we'll talk about, you know, rest days and stuff like that. Um, but... It, it, Cardio, it, it sucks. You know, we got to do it. It's one of those things we need that cardio element. And if you look, and if those of you that have done the level one seminar, you just heard the three components of fitness here. You got strength, gymnastics, metabolic conditioning. Those three things are going to help you develop into the most well-rounded athlete that you can be. 
Yeah, I mean, that's how we program here, too. I mean, mm -hmm. we, we do strength cycles. Um, I know when we, and you, you might agree to this, when uh, back in 2010, we didn't have strength cycles. We would do like a random lift. Uh, yep. Hey, we're doing deadlift today, and then we would never see it again for like another three months. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we might just have Fran, and that's a capped at eight minutes. You got 52 minutes to fill a class, so. Good luck. Um, but I think that's going to bleed right into our next little segment there, too, Ryan. This is perfect uh, segue into that. Um, you want to read that one for me? Mix these elements in as many combinations and pa patterns as creativity. Creativity? Creativity. That's right. As creative as possible, right? Yep. So uh, I think we do a good job. I think what they're trying to say is mix and match as much as possible, but mm -hmm. also make sure that you're doing it the correct way and being healthy with it. Yeah, and the key word there is patterns. Uh, muscle confusion is great and everything. And you remember those days, Ryan, when you first started CrossFit. You could come in any day of the week and PR, any lift you wanted to, because you were just, biologically, you're getting better, right? But now, for, for those high-level athletes, we need patterns. Like, that's the key word. 5% increase in weight each week, or maybe a push-pull workout, or maybe you're doing five reps one week, and then the next week it's four reps, but at a heavier weight. There has to be some semblance of pattern, because that's how the body adapts, especially at higher-level athletes. So don't just think you can come in randomly and PR you know, I've been doing CrossFit now for 10 years. I haven't hit a PR in, in probably two or three years just because I'm at that upper ceiling of, of my genetic potential going back to what we talked about early on. Yeah, I, I mean, you you said everything right there. I don't think there's much else to say other than the confusion part of it. And by confusion, I'm saying confusing the muscles when you want to, but also that pattern as, yep. as we're talking about. So um, that's the cool world that I enjoy. That's the programming world that's my favorite thing of yeah. CrossFit, right, is being as creative as possible, and and this is where Joel and I sit here, and you know Joel's very scientific about everything, and yeah. oh, we did a pull here, and we got a hinge here. I'm like, nah, man, this is gonna just blow the ta uh, the, the grip up today. Yeah, exactly. Let's tax the grip. Let's tax those hip flexors, that kind of thing. So I'm more of a experience and feel where he's a. Well, the science behind that. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> the biggest takeaway, though, routine is the enemy. Imagine if you came in Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and you did five by five squats, five by five squats, five by five squats. Break it up. Routine is the enemy. And next one, keep workouts short and intense. Ryan, we know drugs are bad, so what do we want to avoid? Avoid LSD. Which stands for not the drug LSD. Not I don't know what that stands for, Wait, actually. what? It stands for long, slow distance, which, I mean, it's been proven. Marathon runners, you, you put a marathon runner side by side with an Olympic level uh, sprinter. Who do you want to look like? I want to. Look, well, to I know who I'm trying to look like. I'm trying to look like that sprinter, big ass quads, trying to sprint, man. So yeah, don't and, do the LSD. And I think people have a hard time understanding the short and intense. You know, we we mix and match everything here. Um, we just programmed out next week. I think we have medium to long workouts and. We actually made a workout for one of our members because it's a birthday yeah, see on that. Wednesday. So yeah. uh, love him, but he screwed my programming up this week. Yeah. So the following week, I can tell everybody we're going to have some short and intense workouts because those hurt. Yeah, not in a not in a bad way, but they hurt, and that's we want to feel that hurt, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, we want to feel that burn. We want to be like, wow, I put everything else and I redlined it, and that was tough, right? So um, you know, short and intense is always great. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. And the LSD, I mean, it, it's avoid it um, with a lot of regularity, I should say. Don't do it every single day. Um, doing it that much is going to be bad for the joints. It's actually uh, 
detrimental to your health long term. But throw it in there once a week, like a like a uh, PCS personal care segment we have at the gym. Twenty minute easy flow, easy flush, row bike, keep the heart rate kind of you know down, conversational the whole time. You're gonna feel amazing afterwards, um, and it's not gonna beat your body up with the same amount that it would if you did it regularly. Yeah, I took today's workout and kind of made it my own PCS yeah. workout. And that's I was cool a good rope work. climb. I did some rope pull things and just kept it calm. Sweet. Um, and you got to understand that too, right? Like understand your body. Oh, I, I actually did a, a thing in class yesterday and this is, this can, I'll do it with my coaching tip of the week. Oh, okay. Uh, we can save it for later. But the final thing, regularly learn and play new sports. Now this is that functional application of what we do in the gym, the core to extremity movements. At the end of the day, Ryan, at the I said end it again, of the day. I'm going to drive this point home. We're just working out. Yeah. You know, we're just working out. We're exercising with some speed. I feel like I've been saying that for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if anybody knows the backstory, there was ups and downs of the gym and the whole nine yards. And, you know, we had people that were upset that, you know, they weren't at a certain level. Dude, we're just working we're out, just, right? We just talked exercise. about genetics when we started. We're talking mm -hmm. now about just working out. Now CrossFit is coming out. Craig Glassman's copying me. I've been saying it for at least three years. Dude, we're just working out. Why just can't we out. just work yeah. out, have a good workout, eat? 80% healthy, mm -hmm. look sexy as fuck, and go from there. High five our neighbors and our buddies. Like, come on, it should be simple. But I, I think people get have gotten lost in that. We got to compete. Yeah. We got to do this. Go compete. Have fun. But we're just working out, right? Yep. So you do CrossFit to be able to play catch with your son. You do CrossFit to be able to run a 5K on the weekend for a good cause. That's the shit we're in the gym for. The only thing I would disagree with regularly learn and play new sports, I like to just play sports, right? I, you know, I, I learned this new sport called Tower Ball. Tower Ball. And, uh, you know, I like to go outside and shoot hoops and throw the yeah. football. Um, you know, I, I like to hike. I like to – I was going to do some mountain biking the other day. Maybe I'll get into some of that. But it's, it's all good, like – just chill. Just, just chill. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. That's it. All right. I like that, Ryan. So we just summed it up. World-class fitness in 100 words. And if you're trying to keep track of the words, don't worry. I counted. There are 100 words, actually. I had to make sure. So don't count, Ryan. It's okay. It's all good. It's 100 <laughs> words. That hurts my head. Um, so keep that stuff in mind. And, and if you get a chance, revisit that article. Go to Google. Search for CrossFit Definition of Fitness. Um, it's an old CrossFit Journal article, again, from 2002. And again, all that stuff is still incredibly relevant, um, given that it's been 17 years since that was written, which is just outstanding to me. Um, how do we feel after that, Ron? Remotivated? I feel good. Yeah, that was I, good. I've been, I've been motivated. I feel good. I, I'm, you know, I'm feeling better and ready to rock and roll. All right. So coaching tip of the week. You ready for this? You're doing coaching tip or question? Well, let's do question. Do you have a question? I have a question. All right, give it to me. When you were a child... Mm -hmm. What was the worst chore you had to do? Oh, man. Um, that's easy. Dishes. I hated dishes. Oh, fuck. I like dishes. We never had a dishwasher growing up, so I never oh, had Oh, so you did it all by hand? All by hand, man. Oh, damn. Pruny hand. I would spend like more time just playing in the water than, than actually doing dishes and oh, splashing. I, I would yell at you so much. What's, what was your least favorite chore? Uh, I mean, I love my dog, but I hated picking up dog shit. Oh, yeah. That's, that's pretty Especially like, like that. Cat. Oh, the kitty litter box, dude. That oh, was I didn't my, have a cat. So. Oh, that was the worst. Yeah, dog, dog shit. Nah. Uh, coaching tip of the week, Ryan. What do you got for him? Well, I wrote it up on the wall. Ooh, okay. The ride is the destination. Nice. Right? remember. Because everybody thinks you're trying to get to something, but it, it's always changed. So the it's ride like, is the destination. It's like trust the process. Hard work pays off. Must be the programming.
That's right. Um, we, don't, Tim, we don't breathe. No, don't you dare. Now, that's, this, is, this is a new generation of CrossFit PR stars. My coaching tip of the week, um, before every single class, I want you to sit down with yourself and sit down with your body and ask yourself, how am I feeling on a scale of 1 to 10? If the answer is below a 5, either get the hell out of the gym or do a PCS and recover. Treat your body with the damn respect it deserves and take care of it. So we had a couple people yesterday in the noon class do the PCS because it, they needed it. I could tell just by the way their eyes looked. They came in here tired, sunken in, just like, oh, the open's over. What do I, like they just got back from a war zone, man. It was pretty intense. It was pretty intense. And as the good reverend once said, <laughs> respect your body. Respect your body. That's all I want you to do. Take care of yourself. Do some PCS if you need it. Stretch, all that fun stuff. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. It's so good to be back in front of the mic. We're back, and uh, we'll see you next time on Not For Time. Peace out. Thank you.